You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. Everybody ready? Yeah. yeah. Beware, I live. All right, so the way this goes is, what's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis. Scoop. And Sam Claiborne. Hey, everybody. Oh, yeah. I should provide uh, room for applause. Ah. Thunderous applause for everybody. We're also joined by 100-ish super fans here in the IGN cafeteria. Give yourselves a round of yeah. applause. Thank you so much uh, for coming out and help us celebrate uh, the 500th episode. Thank of you this, for having us, Damon. Of this real dumb show that I started doing 12 years ago, right after I first started at IGN and moved out here from Chicago. Did someone tell you to do it? No, I wanted to do it. it was, but it's something I talked about with like David Adams and our news team at the time. Did you have to like, explain the word podcast to anybody? No. I, IGN had done one-off podcasts before, but they, ne- they did not have a regular podcast. Were they like four and a half minutes long? No, they like I they were too long because like they this. tried to put like ten people on the podcast and they were <laughs> passing you? around a stick mic around the room. Do I remember right? You didn't host the very very first one. I right? think there's only one episode yeah. that I never hosted, and I think it was the very first one. Okay. Matt, maybe Matt Jones, uh, who's a super fan, right over here from Indiana, one of yeah. the, the longest running uh, GameScoop super fans that I'm aware of, drove around with the license plate that said "Scoop" for many years. It's amazing. <laughs> Uh, yes, maybe he can correct that. Maybe we well. should have 10 people on this podcast today. I think so, too. Well, we are going to have a bunch more uh, people joining us up here on the stage in just a few moments. Uh, but first, 
just want to give a huge shout out and thanks to the people that are helping us put on this show today. People are staying late to help us do this on a Friday evening. CJ, Mark Medina, Alexio, Dan Parkers. All Thank you guys. very much. And Andres. I said Andres. He helped too. Oh, Alexio. Thank you, Andres. <laughs> Alexio's not, is Alexio here? I didn't see him, that's why yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. Uh, I also wanted to put a mystery to bed. There's been some controversy uh, bothering, surrounding Gamescoop for, for too long now, and that's why I think now we're finally gonna get a chance to put this to rest, and that's because we're joined by a mysterious figure in the room here today, someone that some people out there don't believe is real. What? It's true. Uh... And that person is... Big Tony Big style. Big Tony style. Big Tony style. <laughs> Here in the flesh, it is not me writing in emails to my own show. <laughs> the Bard. The Bard himself. <laughs> the golden email creator. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. We also have to unveil something uh, to a sort of help celebrate this uh, momentous occasion. We've used this Gamescoop logo for many years now, and uh, we thought it was maybe time for a refresh. Yeah, we're gonna unveil. Is it gonna happen live? We're gonna unveil the <laughs> new logo to you right now. Mark Medina, roll that beautiful bean footage. What are the odds this goes smoothly? Oh. There you go. Yeah. I like it. Whoever did that just copied the t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, when we saw the t-shirt, we were like, that's really good, let's do that. <laughs> All right, now, uh, so this, this here show has been uh, running for 12 years. We've been talking about video games for 12 years now. And Sam recently has been asking about what we were covering when Gamescoop first started. That would have been June 2006. Uh, and I've dug up some screenshots of IGN back then. Nice. But I thought since we're going way, History. way, way back, I got the screenshots from the Wayback Machine. Uh, so since we're going way back, I thought we would uh, invite as our first guest our own personal Wayback Machine, <laughs> IGN co-founder Per Schneider. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say the oldest person in the room or something like that. No, no, no. Oh, Dust Scoop. <laughs> All right. Pear, I know you get nervous speaking in front of large audiences, so I got you a cool shh oh, to help goodness. calm your nerves. There you go. Uh, that's American. <laughs> it is American. It's okay. It's a coach style. But it's, a, it's one of the better American cultures. Legally, you can only call it coach if your brewery has a direct view of the Cathedral of Cologne. Uh -huh. Are we going to get a slide? Cheers. Hmm? We can see it from our, our window in here, so it's fine. Oh, that's good. Uh, okay, I, the, uh, the, the earliest day, unfortunately I wasn't able to find a screenshot of IGN from June 2006, mm -hmm. but we have July 7th, 2006, so I think we can pull up here. Of course, it's, uh, Slayer was here? Yeah, so we were covering Slayer. <laughs> what? Slayer in Wait, the studio, lucky. and then pair with us been Metroid Prime 3. What, what year is that? Images. Yes. <laughs> images. You guys Jeez. really knew how to write a headline back then. <laughs> Metroid Prime 3 is what I assume. Yeah, yeah, because there's Dark Samus in the background. Ah. 
okay. She's about this big. Yeah. I don't know if that entity is Damn. Entity, but yeah. Look, there's the uh, predecessor to the podcast up in the corner. The round table, that's like a text podcast. RPG death. That's right. Uh, there's Call of Duty 3, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought there was something else. That seems to be oh, Jack I love this. Black. Don't expect Half-Life 3. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh man, we were right. <laughs> I remember that. Turns out the episodes are part three. That is such a cop out. Solved. <laughs> uh, okay, and today is October fifth, uh, two thousand eighteen. I thought it would be interesting to see uh, what we were covering on some other October fifth way back then. I was able to find October fifth, two thousand seven, and wouldn't you know it. Mark, we're uh, ep- GameScoop episode 52 had just gone out. <laughs> one year before. One, one episode. It had been, week, yeah. Weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah, about, yeah. About that. Maybe we missed. Did you miss some weeks? Missed a couple Came over. In. Yeah, we missed a couple. Did you know about this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> look, at, look at that nav. Yeah. Do you think you have enough choices on the nav? Engage <laughs> is on there. Ooh. Mm. Just for this a was little a, wink of history. This was the IGN I remember. This is like, for me, when it These was old, really my yeah. formative years. These e- old looks at IGN give me very warm feelings. Even I the, listened to GameScoop back then yeah. as a not working hair person. Yeah. I like that even the bevels have bevels. Did you notice that? Uh, okay. Uh, let's talk a little bit about um, sort of the biggest, the biggest trends that we've covered here at IGN and on GameScoop over the 12 years that this show has been running. I've gathered, I've gathered a, a list of things that I think are pretty significant. Mm-hmm. Feel free to chime in. 12 years, 2006 to, to now, uh, 2018. Paris, is there something like in particular that you think is like the biggest sort of sea change in the industry? The biggest, I mean, the biggest story, I think, on the, uh, if you go back through traffic reports, mm. is probably when PSN went down. Do you remember really? that one? Well, and it was down for like two weeks or something, right? Or yeah, was it that long? It was I kept that story I don't want it. for two weeks. Are you so serious? So that was the biggest story? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. In terms of pure page views, I would believe that. Biggest really? single piece, for sure. Because people That's kept crazy. on going back going like, is it still down? And it's okay now, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's got to be like the rise of uh, like console online multiplayer. Like you had really yeah. Xbox Live and things like that taking off, and yeah. PSN taking off, Xbox Live Arcade taking off. Yeah. It was, so you had yeah you had uh, Xbox Live with the original Xbox, mm-hmm. but then it was really the the following console generation uh, where that really blew up. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Like the 360 yeah. was so at that time it yeah. was like every game is going to have a demo and um, that 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 online experience and infrastructure was pretty revolutionary at the time. Yeah. That was like the first console generation where uh, turning on your console like booting it up wasn't a lonely experience. Mm-hmm. Like now all of a sudden you see all of your friends are online and what they're playing and you're getting all these ads for stuff you should buy and I think at, oh, 2006 is what we're talking about. Yeah. I can't remember if that's the year the Wii came out or if it was out for It was that winter, the Wii and PS3. And that was the year, so if you think about it, that's the year Nintendo was like, we're not going to do the console war anymore, we're just yeah. going to go this way. And, they, yeah. and they've done that ever since. I mean, everything that happened with the DS and then the 3DS and then, of course, the Wii U and the Switch, like, they've never gone back to just being like, we're going to make a console and make it like everybody else's. But the GameCube was that. Yeah. So and it's really changed since then. They've been keeping the coverage interesting, I think. And Nintendo always keeps things interesting. I think they've yeah. really surprised us because at that point, the console race was all about trying to pull even with PC and surpass it all the time, right? It was all about yeah. making the most powerful hardware, making sure everything is connected. And then Nintendo basically said, hey, we're going to make the last system again. 
and charge more for it, but create different controllers for it, right? Remember and how offensive it was when people said that at the time? The two GameCubes taped together? They were, Everybody's they, like, Rawr! They did not like that story, but when we first saw it, we, we saw the graphics of Wii Sports, and you're, you're expecting like this grand reveal of Link swinging his sword against Ganondorf, and then it's like, yeah. And I think a lot of people in games media thought they had gone crazy, yeah. and then as you got closer to the launch, everybody went, oh, okay, this is gonna be big. It's the yeah. same, I mean, it's the same today, right? Like 4K is the new video game standard, right? But I think the Steam stat is what, like 4% of people are playing on 4K displays, the other 96% aren't, and that's gonna continue to change, right? Like a, particularly this Black Friday and Christmas, people will get TVs, but it takes a long, long time, and Nintendo, yeah is one of the only companies to figure out, like, this is where people are now. Like, let's make a device for that, not where they're going to be in five years or ten years. Hmm. Uh, yeah, this show does predate both the Wii and the PS3, but I do think it's significant that for the lifetime of this show, the three main players in the console industry has yeah. remained unchanged. Right. Because yeah. previously, going back, uh, you would see, like, seismic shifts in the big players from generation to generation. But Apple took a slice of the, and, and phones in general took a slice of the handheld, market. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. That is another huge thing that has developed over the past decade and changed, right? Like mobile gaming. And I don't know if it cut into console gaming, but it definitely, mobile gaming. Yeah. It definitely cut into Nintendo's yeah, handheld Nintendo's gaming handheld. territory. Yeah, for and sure. then definitely, I mean, the re-resurgence of the PC market, right? Yep. The PC market was slowing down. Yeah. People are talking about how the age of, of mobile games and, and, and consoles were here. And then you know, now you go back and you see how many people play PUBG or Fortnite on, on their PCs or League of Legends. So mm -hmm. Yeah. It came back with a vengeance. Yeah, remember Angry Birds? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was like, I mean, I think that's like the first big mobile game bona fide hit, I yeah. think, and it became a worldwide phenomenon. Mm -hmm. It was a real dumb, real dumb movie. That was a follow up. Yeah. That's good. And then sort of, what's sort of like closely tied to the rise of mobile gaming is the rise of casual gaming and free-to-play games and games as a service and all that stuff now sort of spilling over into the console space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny to see all this stuff sort of hailed as revolutionary. I got hired at IGN as the mobile games editor before yeah. I moved into a more general role. And all this stuff that's in console games now, like real-time timers and things like Assassin's Creed, where like this mission will complete in you know, 60 minutes real-time, for example. Um, or uh, appointment gaming, or daily quests, or uh, you know the free-to-play mechanics. Like that's all stuff that was really, really common in mobile for like yeah. a decade. Yeah. You know, and now it's taken that long to sort of bleed its way back into sort of more mainstream. Maybe mainstream's not the right word. Do you remember the detour? We, I mean, we had Facebook gaming for a while too, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's yeah. saying people are going to be playing games on Facebook forever, oh, and yeah. gone. Yeah, for sure. Switch. <laughs> those, uh, I got those, you. those comic book movies got better. Comic book movies did get better, and I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say Until GameScoop weekend, was directly responsible for that, but you know, I'm just saying they got better as GameScoop yeah. went, went along. It was like the exact, yeah, yeah. it's a one-to-one -one match. Like, Pear, it's a pet peeve of yours that people accuse IGN of sort of like, oh, you're doing so much, you know, movie coverage now and television coverage now, but it's been how many years that that's like been a part 19 of? years? Since 1999, we've had movies coverage, yeah. But, so, but nerdy movies became the popular movies yeah. in that time, and mm -hmm. so that's why we all loved them and wanted to cover them. Oh, you said nerdy. I thought you said dirty movies, and I was Not like, dirty. what? Nerdy. Geeky <laughs> movies. <laughs> dirty, geeky movies. Those are still popular. What, like Porky's? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think when the show started, you could still just pay money for a game one time and get the whole game. Oh, remember yeah. that? Wasn't that nice? Yeah, it was really nice. Oh. Well, because remember the first DLC stuff was happening right then, which was the horse armor. Yeah. That was horse people, armor. People flipped out. 
Everyone comes around. They were so mad, but now here we are, you know, 12 years later, and yeah. it's they want cosmetic DLC, right? Like, don't give me d any DLC that like affects yeah. the game or lets me power up faster. Yeah, the yeah. Same, like, same people one. only want horse armor and, now. And they were the calming voices from us too, saying, "Now, don't worry. Just because they can patch a game doesn't mean they will patch a game." <laughs> now you put a disc in, it's like 950 gigabytes left. <laughs> You have to, if you're a parent getting a game for your kid on Christmas, you have to like patch it ahead of time, otherwise oh. Christmas is ruined. That's a really good idea, especially if PSN goes down. You gotta do it. <laughs> That's really smart. Take the disc out, put when, it in like, and like, as a parent it. myself, like, I have this much time to play video games in the evening, and I just, I just accept yeah, I mean, that like, the day I get a game, I'm well, not you gotta, actually like, playing it. You gotta get it updating while you're eating dinner. That's what I do. I always do that. I pop the disc That's in. That's exactly what I do. The disc. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, during our watch, during the watch of the Omega Cops, we witnessed the rise and fall and the attempted and failed resurrection of music games. Mm -hmm. I think they'll come back oh again. Boy, are we yeah. gonna? Is it? I think is this it? I think in some form, maybe with maybe in like VR. There's uh, yeah. opportunities there. You were VR is another thing. That's yeah, VR. Like, that's oh. another one. But I think that one, even though it didn't, it hasn't like exploded the way many people thought it would. I don't think it's like a flash in the pan mm -hmm. fad. I think it's gonna stick around and. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be slow, gaining adoption, but I think eventually we'll all be there. Anyone here have PSVR, Oculus, or Vive? Any, they're getting there. It's 10%. It's huge. I mean, that seems about right. Okay. Um, and then what else? Oh, yeah, motion controls. That was a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think. I've been playing a lot of Mario Party, and I was thinking, like, have they gotten better? And, like, the Switch Joy-Cons are good at motion control, and they have less stuff, like, tracking them, which is interesting. But does that make the games more fun? Not really. I mean, Mario Party, some of the motion minigames are really cool, and they probably wouldn't be as fun without the motion controls, like the ice shaving stuff and all of that. But, I mean, as a main hook for a game, it just got old so fast that... I think everybody just got, got allergic to it, right? Yeah. Well, so that's what the Wii was all about with Nintendo. And then Sony and Microsoft totally copied it and had yeah. to come up with their own motion controls. And they were like, oh, this is, this is our life now. <laughs> Remember Wii music? Yeah. No. no. That, <laughs> did you like the DJ Hero games? I loved the DJ I, Hero I games. I seem to remember reading that when I was yep. a fan. Those are really good yeah. and really impressive how they actually like... Uh, mashed up all those different songs. That was kind of right at the, the end of the era, right? Because yeah. that was before Rock Band 3 and everything. Yeah. Hmm. Rip. But it seems like that obsession with adding hardware is kind of over, right? I mean, uh, adding I don't know, hardware, some people may connect, collect like Joy-Con or something. That now, but except that now consoles are iterative. Yeah. And uh, you got to buy a new console of the yeah. same, not a new console, just an, a new PlayStation 4 every couple of years. We also have Nintendo kind of splitting the difference with Labo a little bit, like giving you some weird one-off experiences without having to buy, you know, a $100 balance board or something like that. Yep. Yeah, Labo didn't take off the way we thought it would, but that's a great example of, you know, mm -hmm. adding stuff. I think this is the right time to do that because nobody's buying these accessories. And Yeah, exactly. Uh, they did make another one, that. so, you know, they wouldn't have done that if it yeah, was a total true. flop, but it also wasn't like yeah. a runaway. Mm -hmm. And then Toys for Life appeared and disappeared Toys during the... Uh, Toys 2 Life. Toys 2 Life, yeah. yeah. But Amoeba's yeah. still around. Living toys. Do we come on at night? This is New Skylanders, right? Is that gone? Is it's gone. One? Well, yep. there's um, Starlink, the battle for Atlas. Starlink, this month? Yeah. 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 This month. But that's about it. Um, you have like 3,000 Amiibo. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> and I think finally, uh, the rise of indie gaming. Uh, you know, when IGN started, there wasn't even an indie game scene, really. Uh, mm -hmm. And it was sort of Xbox Live Arcade. Did you guys not use that term back then, too? 
Uh, I don't think we were talking about indie gaming yeah. back in 2005, I wonder, 2006. I feel like obviously indie games have been around a long time, but that as a label was like indie game the movie, right? Like really popularized yeah. that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's the, the, the gates have come down. The barriers to entry have come down. Now it's very possible for just about anyone to make a game and get it onto services. And that's why last year there were over 7,600 games released Ooh. just on Steam Jeez. alone. Yeah. And so there's a lot more games. We used to review every game that came out. Mm. Right? Even, yeah, even like Dora the Explorer. We reviewed everything and, yeah. because we could. Yeah. We wanted, you know, I think as, as you used to say, we wanted, if someone out there was searching for a, a review of this Dora the Explorer game, we wanted them to find the IGN review. But you, now we couldn't even do that if we wanted to. You know, the uh, funny yeah. side effect with that is that the kind of the review scores have gone up because a lot of publications will skip the bad games in favor of, you know, focusing on That's the true. good stuff. So yeah. we used to publish a lot more ones and twos and threes as reviews. Yeah, as like a critic, I, I actually miss writing uh, reviews of turkeys. It's really fun to write <laughs> negative reviews. And, you know, we uh, our reviewer didn't like Venom and we gave Venom a four or something and uh, she wrote a great review and it was really fun yeah, to write, I'm sure, because it was really fun to read. And that started getting me thinking, like, we don't just have that opportunity very much because we try to review games that we think people are going to make a decision about. Yeah, and like we don't get that opportunity very often because there's so much at stake now with games. They're so expensive to make. There's just a lot of uh, layers in place in the AAA gaming industry to prevent that from happening, right? To, pre to prevent yeah. releasing a four. Also, there's THQ just, went away for a while, yeah, exactly. so there's that. Rude. <laughs> I think like there's just not that many bad games, right? Like I didn't like. Let me give you an example. I didn't like Assassin's Creed Origins that much. Like I was just thought it was a little bland. I was a little bored. But like there's no denying that like the level of polish and care and attention to detail that went in that game. Like the floor for how bad like a big AAA game can be is like so much higher than it was when I started paying attention to games. Like yeah. it was a gamble, man. Like you used to buy games sometimes and they could just be horrible and it would like, you know, ruin Donkey your Kong 64. Or, yeah, ruin your birthday money. But now it's like you're guaranteed at least a certain level of polish and fun, even if it's not a game that's like, you know, exactly what you were looking for. Yeah. All right, what do you think is the best selling game of the past 12 years. And we're talking units oh sold, not uh, dollars. Because we all know that GTA 5 is like the most profitable entertainment thing ever. When, uh, what do you we, think it sold the most copies? Minecraft. Wii Sports. It is, it is Minecraft. Oh, Minecraft, yeah. 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 That's right. But it's funny you mentioned Wii Sports. Uh, of the top 10, Nintendo does have six of the best-selling games of the top 10. Are they all on Wii? No, no, I guess there's some DS ones in there. No, I think no. they're all on Wii. Yeah, it's like Mario So Kart. it's Minecraft, then GTA 5. They're still up there That's in units crazy. sold. Uh, oh, I'm going the wrong way. Then Wii Sports. Of course, it was a pack-in with the Wii, but mm -hmm. still. Mm -hmm. then, then PUBG. Wow. That's how many copies that's, PUBG that's has sold. Congrats. And Fortnite yeah. is on here because it's not on here because it's Fortnite's free-to-play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mario Kart Wii. Yeah, I remember. Very high. Never then Wii Sports Resort. New Super Mario Brothers. There's your DS game. Yeah. And then New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Yeah, wow. And then Skyrim. And then Wii Play. <laughs> that's the top ten. Oh, we played. Should not be there. It's easily Who the worst game on the list. <laughs> wow. It was packaged with a controller. That's how they sold it. Yep. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. got it for free with a Wiimote. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right, Perry. <laughs> Over the past 12 years, what's been your favorite game that you've played? Uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Honestly. Um, pretty good easy. I mean, it's pretty, pretty good video game. Wait yeah, a second. They just had that. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. No, but when, uh, no, if you look back, there, there are obviously so many great games, yeah. you know, GTAs and Red Deads and Last of Us and, the, you know, just 
it's hard to pick one game, but, I, but this one, because I'm a, a lifelong Zelda fan and you know, absolutely adore Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time, but this game just kind of turned, it on, uh, turned everything I knew about Zelda on its head, yeah. and so it felt very, very fresh and different to me. Yeah. That is an acceptable choice. Mm -hmm. It's not. That's perfect. Pear, thank you so much for joining us up here thank today, you. and thank you for continuing to steer the ship here thank at you. IGN after all these years. Thank you. Thank you. Prost. Our next guest needs no introduction, but I'm going to introduce him anyway. Please welcome Brian Altano. Yeah. Hi, Brian. So I'm supposed to go behind the stage, in front of the stage. Hi, everyone. There are no rules. Ooh, it feels good to be up here. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hi. Happy welcome birthday. Oh, yeah, it is 500th birthday. <laughs> Brian, would you like a beer? We have beer. Sure, yeah, let's do it. You want an IPA or a Kush? Whatever's closest to your arms. Okay. Do you have a mother brain in your shirt? What are these for? Don't spoil oh. it. Oh, no. I, you have like construction you guys, equipment just back don't here. Don't worry about that. It's expensive don't sound worry about equipment. It. It's fine. <laughs> uh, okay, Brian. Uh, Dude, that shirt's awesome. Thank you. That shirt is really good. Yeah, it's made by a company called the Yeti, and they sell it for like a day so they don't get sued, mm. uh, and then it's gone. So people are always like, where'd you get your shirt? And I'm like, you, you missed it. It doesn't yeah. matter. Here, bud. Um, Thank you. All right, let's, uh, we're going to talk about some notable games that are having celebrating anniversaries this year, along with GameScoop. And this is not an exhaustive list of video game anniversaries. It is filtered through the lens of what I think is interesting and cool. Well, it is your show. It Which is, is why we're all here. Yeah, that's true. Wait, are you going to the, like, the fives and, and tens? We're not going to skip the fives. Uh, we'll start with tens. Okay. We'll start with games turning ten this year. Okay. 2008. So that would be 2008. So that would mean games like We Fit. Oh. <laughs> I played the hell out of that game. Does, does anyone still have their We Fit balance board? Yeah, it's under my couch. What? You guys know you can throw those out, right? <laughs> Has anyone used it any time recently? Jared Petty is frantically. You use it recently. Jared and my mom still uses hers every day. Together? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was right there. I just had a... Hi, guys. <laughs> Uh, also turning 10 this year is Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Mm -hmm. yeah. People like that one? That's this the one they this like. game is better than the other one because the other one made me feel fat. <laughs> <laughs> um, GTA 4. Mm -hmm. It's a 2008 game. I feel it's like that one's not fond as fondly remembered as San Andreas for sure. And then, uh, well, now that GTA there's GTA 5, 5, it's just like such a, it's such a colossus. I don't know. Yeah. It's a bigger what, number. What do you guys think about GTA 4? Yeah? Okay. See, there's some fondness. Yeah, I was thinking of be, uh, being Nico Bellic for Halloween, by the way. You totally could. Yeah. I don't know how many people would get it. They, no, they would just be like, that guy looks bad today. Yeah. What do you <laughs> like, you look worse than usual. Yeah. You just put on a tracksuit? Like, yeah, just a tra like, a I'd track come to work in a tracksuit, and like, I'd grow my beard out a little more, and people would be like, are you okay? <laughs> uh, anyone remember Spore? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, the penis simulator. Yeah. <laughs> I like Spore. I'm a little bit of a Spore apologist. Spore actually. is yeah. 10 years old, and the, I guess that means the Spore creature creator? Mm -hmm. Is that what they called it? You They're could like, call them that. 
<laughs> it really Spore ended up pretty fun. I don't think it was that bad. I think it just overpromised. It's like one of those games where the developer went out game. and said for yeah. years, like this is going to be this game about creating the universe. Yeah, and it's going to be the greatest thing you've ever played. And then it was just then a bunch of minigames. You're just trading spice at the end, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Metal Gear Solid Four. That's a good one. Ten years old. I haven't played that one. Would you recommend me play that game today? Because you love Having five. Having loved five. Yeah. yeah. People still would. Okay. You really? Yeah, I don't know if you can go from five to four. It's Metal Gear Solid. Who cares? All right. Well, <laughs> I think the I thing about four is that it's it's a linear game, but it has the same type of ideas. You just infiltrate, and it's like it's like five with like you know 14 levels you play. It's great. But doesn't it have like hour-long cutscenes? Just yeah, play five those. again. I heard that one. Yeah, I yeah. could play five again. Good call. It has crazy, crazy amounts of cutscenes. Did scenes. you play it? Oh, I love four. Yeah. Where is that scene? I haven't played it. The only thing I know about it is that scene where he crawls through the microwave tunnel. Is that as intense as it looks in the? In I the can't YouTube remember that. I remember guys. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Spoilers, dude. You just told everyone to play it, and now you're spoiling the end of the game. <laughs> uh, Fallout Three. It's ten years old now. It's a really good. One. I that still was remember. Probably the best game out that year, but I don't think we gave it our Game of the Year award. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> Uh, I do still remember when Pete Hines brought Fallout 3 to the old IGN office for the first time, and I'd never played a Fallout game before, and he started from the beginning of the game where he went to the town, uh -huh. met all the people, and then left and nuked the town, and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> because there was that town that was a crater, right? Yeah, you could it's called Megaton. Destroyer yeah. Or, yeah, and I remember you guys writing about that. that was really I love that game because you could just play it incorrectly and do okay for a while. Like, you could just get addicted to drugs and sell spoons, and then... <laughs> A guy dies in front of you, and you take his like level 99 gun, and you're like, I'm a god! <laughs> uh, and then speaking of the rise of indie games, World of Goo. Mm -hmm. It's 10 oh, yeah. years old. Yeah. That game was a, kind was of a special. It was like a Wii exclusive. At yeah, first, it, was right? a, it hit the for Wii a long time. first, for sure. And it, it used the Wii remote, and it, it worked. It, it could have just been a mouse, but it used the Wii remote. Why? Who knows? All right, 20 years. We're going to start feeling old now, everybody. If we, Yeah. <laughs> These are the games that will make us feel old. 20 years old is Metal Gear Solid. Mm -hmm. Wow. The first one. Year. And I feel like there's some games. Is this, on this the list. best year in games? That it's would be there. 1998. We were talking about that earlier. 98. 98's up there. 98. It's up what is there, it? right? Uh, 2007. And 87. 2001. And then 87. These are all really strong okay. years. But right. yeah. So 20 years ago, we're talking about 1998, Metal okay. Gear Solid, Ocarina of Time, Ooh. of course. Yeah, amazing. Wow. Isn't it weird that Nintendo has, they haven't announced any sort of like 20th anniversary edition? That is weird. Yeah. They're not great at birthdays. That's they weird. did like the year, they'll do like year the, of Luigi. The, the year of Luigi where they lost a bunch of money and like, we can't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Banjo Kazooie is also <laughs> 20 years old. Really good one. Spyro, which I guess uh, someone at Activision did uh, carefully plan that one out because we've got mm -hmm. the uh, yeah. There's the anniversary. That's the anniversary good. of that coming out. Resident Evil 2. It's 98. Yeah. You love that one, right? Oh yeah, I love Resident Evil 2. Yeah. yeah. Capcom almost got that remake ready for this year. Yeah, they just they just just, they just barely gonna it. miss it. That's Dude. out in uh, January. I played that at E3. It is very spooky. Yeah. As someone that doesn't play spooky games, I'm like, I can't. I got like halfway through that demo, and they're like, you still have time left. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> They had people dressed like zombies shaking you while you played. Yeah, them. well, and this That's is so, a, so, so at, at E3 they had this experience where to like get to the area where you play the game. They give you so they give you a flashlight and then open a door and then you walk in a dark place. And I'm like, great, this is already <laughs> wonderful. And I'm and it's this little winding hallway. Like you go through this little S curve and you're shining your flashlight. And I know, I know that a zombie is gonna pop out, right? <laughs> and even knowing that that happened, I'm still like, ah! <laughs> 
And then, of course, they give you a picture of you looking like a complete doof with like the zombie in your face after. Oh, that's great. Did you bring it home? No. What? I think you should put it in your living room. Like, I think frame they it. keep those. They're all in like a file now. And the next time they... You have two kids now. It'd be so cool to have them grow up with a picture of their father just terrified. <laughs> that's daddy. He peed in his pants at work. Yeah, I already have a hard enough time explaining what I do. <laughs> But you're saying on days that we record Game Scoop, it's easier to explain. Yeah, my daughter's four, and it's really cute, because I always ask, I'm like, how was school? And then she asks me, like, how was work? And, like, I can't, <laughs> I'm like, I don't have any way to contextualize, like, what any of this means. But on the day we do Game Scoop, I'm like, oh, we make a fun show where we tell people what video games are good. And she's like, got it, can I have some ice cream? <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, 20 years old. Wow. It's a good one. It's been yeah. 20 years. What a year. Yeah. yeah. And then this one's uh, very close to near and dear to my heart. Einhander is also 20 years old. No, that's a Jared Petty. Was 98? That, was. that one's for Jared. That wasn't Bioshock, was it? No. Bioshock, in... Not Bioshock. Okay. Nope. <laughs> that was in like 2000. No, that that would have been. That's a 2007. Yeah. Oh, is that why? Because we were talking about yeah, the yeah. other anniversaries before mm -hmm. he came out. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. 10 years off. <laughs> All right. Now we're getting to the really good stuff. The game's turning 30 years old this year. Ooh. Games like Altered Beast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's That's always been bad. Game. It's yeah. It's it's a, it's a bad game. It's always been bad. Wise for no. It's, it's way. it talks. That's cute. But it's oh, it's. It, He's like, I'm a wolf now. You're like, all right, but you're not great. Like, it's not a good game. It's okay. It's just not good. It was cool at the time. I'm going to get, like, there's going to be five years of YouTube comments being yeah, like, oh, IGN says Alter Beast was never good. Sam, I'm putting you on the me. spot. What's the first pinball table that talks? Oh, Gorgar. I was going to, I think it's Gorgar. Gorgar. Wow. Yeah. It's a good name. Gorgar. It says, I will win. <laughs> <laughs> And it strings together. It can say like ten words and string them together into a few. Yeah, so it pieces. can be like when you won't. Yeah, <laughs> like it does it, all, it does it all wrong. Yeah, it's great. So just uh, serve that you. Ghouls and ghosts. Yeah, which wow. is thirty years old now. The follow up to Ghosts and Goblins, but uh, we probably didn't play that till Super Ghouls and Ghosts on Super. Yeah, Ghouls. Super Ghouls. I, say, I don't think I've ever that's played the non Super game. version. Yeah, just and then yeah, that's true. Although I do think it's better than Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, Double Dragon 2, yeah. damn, 30 years old. Brian and I played through that game in its entirety you did? a couple years like ago. Like a year ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was great. To PlayStation 4. Who was Bimmy and who was Jimmy? Uh, I don't remember now. But uh, Bionic Commando yeah, is 30 years game. old. A perfect game. I know. See, as people realize, yeah. I was thinking that maybe that the Thanks, first Bear. year that GameScoop was recording might have been the first summer of arcade. Because mm. the next one was the great no. Bionic Commando rearm It would have been one, one or two years after so that. Good. Yeah, and that, that summer was amazing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 2. Mm -hmm. It's 30 years old. Yeah. But I also, love that game. Also 3. Also 3. Because Super <laughs> three Mario Bros. 3 came out in Japan in 88, and yeah. Super Mario Bros. 2 is not a real Mario game and came out here yes. that year, and then came out in Japan later. It's they crazy. must have been laughing at us. Yeah, I know. Back they would, They were like, we yeah. can fly, and we're like, well, you can throw a turnip. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the 80s, they, and you could do whatever you wanted. It's They're insane. Like, there were like make... five Final Fantasies ahead yeah. of us. Yeah. Mega Man was human in, in Japan. Is they're like, what crazy. are we going to do? We didn't release the last two Final Fantasies here. And they're like, it's fine. <laughs> Just do whatever you want. <laughs> What's weird is they waited two years to get it out here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two years. And in that time, they actually uh, you know, improved the Nintendo cartridge so it could actually hold the game. Mario 2 is too hard. We can't release it in America. Here's what we do. Let's take a completely different game. <laughs> yeah. We'll just call it Mario 2. The Americans won't know the difference. Yeah. Man. But what if they start asking questions? The whole thing is a lie. It's yeah. a dream. 
video games, we've said it on Scoop before, when we were growing up in the 80s, Japan was just a magical land where yeah. video games just came from. Mm -hmm. yeah. You'd read these magazines, these little tiny pictures, they just looked amazing. Well, that was like the Nintendo 64, I found out about it in Nintendo Power. Yeah. There was just like a paragraph at the end of one issue, they're like, yeah. hey, how's your Super Nintendo? Is that fun? You having some fun over there, little boy? That's cool. Guess what? In Japan, they have the Ultra 64. It's amazing. Bye. See you in a month. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. And I called my dad, and I'm like, please. Break me to Japan right now. And he's like, no. And why did you call me? There was such a demand for Mario 3 that I, over the years in collecting NES games, I've found bootleg Super Mario 3s that work in NESs wow. from the lead up. So like, it, think about like the, the steps you'd have to take to bootleg an NES card at that time. What were those steps? a big investment. Well, it was like actually, you know, figuring out how to bypass the security chip and printing the cartridges. Because I, like I remember on, on the N64, it was you had to you had to cut a, a notch out of the side of the, the cartridge. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that well, was that it. was, yeah, if you just put a Japanese game in your system. Mm -hmm. And this was adjusted to just work right in NES. You just buy it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll bring some in. They're really neat. They have different art and stuff. Yeah, on Nintendo 64, you just had to be a child with a power saw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, along with Super Mario Bros. 2, there was also uh, Zelda 2. Mm -hmm. Came out the same year. Which I love as well. I'll fight you. I'm into I, it now. It's Jared's I also Zelda love game. Zelda 2. Is that Jared Petty's favorite Zelda game? Yep. Zelda 2? Okay, yeah. just making sure. Confirmed. Yeah. Uh, and Mega Man 2. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's the best one, right? No, it's 3 is. Uh, it's a, it's a people go back and forth. I think when you nine play... 9 is really good. I mean, yeah, 9 is really good. But when you play 3 and you get the slide, it's hard to go back to 2 without That's the slide. That's true. Yeah. Has anybody played Mega Man 11? Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Like, you down with it? Yeah. It's yeah. pretty good. It's pretty good. I thought it was good, too. Yeah. And then... Uh, point five. This is pretty interesting. 30 years ago... EA released the first Madden. <laughs> wow. Yeah. wow. They've been releasing Madden. It came out on the Apple II. Was it, was it just called Madden? It was like Madden NFL football, yeah. It didn't have the it was year in it? John Madden back then. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't think they would put the year. <laughs> they didn't put the year. It's <laughs> funny to think of it having stiff competition from Tech Mobile. Yeah. <laughs> Madden won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Apple II. All right, and then for, for 40 years, games turning God, 40 years old. What? There's really? Just, there's two that I want to single out. Sam, hold your tongue. Okay. Because like... Sam thought of a, a different one. Oh. Probably the most significant one is, do you have a guess, Justin? Is it Gorgar. 78. 78. It's a really good year. Uh, it's Space, year Invader. Space Invaders is 77. So it's, it's, it, you got Space Invaders. Oh, is it Space Invaders, 78? <laughs> and then, oh. No, yeah. it's Space Invaders. And then I was going to say maybe Centipede, but I think that's later. 80. Yeah. 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 Space Invaders is 40, but then maybe, perhaps more importantly... Fire truck? Fire truck. So what? what's crazy about this year is that whenever you see this, Space Invaders is a black and white game. And yeah, you're actually like, seeing yeah. in the arcade when you play it, it has a, a, a piece of plastic over the black and white screen to make this lower part green. Like, how cool is that? So games were still black and white in 1978. That's and the game that I was just talking about and another game that's great called Video Pinball, all from Atari, were like really creative games. They're just like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Pong's not popular anymore. Yeah. And they had to figure out what to do before Taito did this. And, and then everybody just copied that. But uh, we played a game called Fire Truck at California Extreme, this cool convention. And it's two people sit in a tiny fire truck, <laughs> and the front person has a wheel and the back person has a wheel, and you have to do the fire truck thing. It's top down, you control the back end and the front end uh, separately, and it's really fun. Do you put you put out fires, or you well, just drive you just the truck? If you make it to the fire, I don't think you can make it's it to the fire. <laughs> I don't know that we so have you, you only do the getting to the fire part, yeah, not the putting out the fire part. The it's like that section of hey, the Ghostbusters. They didn't game. think that far. <laughs> And it also has a horn button that does nothing. 
Well, I also I want to point out that that was 1978, 40 years ago, and you had destructible cover in the game. Destructible yeah. environments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah destructible invaders. environments. Maybe the first. Uh, Surely, yeah. Yeah, first exactly. appearance of them. There you have it. Uh, notable games uh, having anniversaries this year as filtered through my personal interests. <laughs> I couldn't find any 68 games. What's up? I couldn't find any 68 games. And yeah, I didn't know when the Space War was actually uh, Yeah, 62. It's not, it's, actually a, it's not like Dungeons and Dragons, is it? Oh, that'd be cool. I don't think, I think it's... Uh, I was going to say. Oh, God. Yeah, I think it's God damn cool. it. <laughs> <Tara> Petty. <laughs> Keep it down, Grandpa. <laughs> uh, Brian, before we say goodbye to you, what, what have you been playing recently? Oh, man. Uh, we just played a game a few minutes ago at the IGN office called Tricky Towers. Game of the really day. Fun. Game yeah. of the day. Game of the day. <laughs> yeah, game of the day. Go play it uh, next week on Switch or four years ago on your PS4. <laughs> <laughs> What's the 8-bit game you were talking about on MVC? Pear, what's the name of that game? Every game. Every game, game. Every game on that Switch. Eight -bit one where, where it's like a Metroidvania, but it's like 8-bit style. Oh, man. All right, well. No, we joked about doing like a top to 25 NBC. platformers on Switch, so we'll probably put that together. Yeah. But yeah, and then tonight I'll play some Mario Party. Yeah, it's Mario Party weekend. Opening weekend for Mario Party. Yeah. I haven't argued with my wife in a while, so. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Awesome. Brian, thank you so much for joining us. Cheers yeah. to 500, Brian guys. Thank, thank you. Uh, next, I would like to invite up here editorial manager Tina Amini to the stage. Hey, Tina. Tina, would you like Hello. a beer? Uh, I'm okay. Okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, it's time to you know we're in uh, we're in the fourth quarter of the year. We're in the witching hour of 2018 now. <laughs> so that means that can only mean one thing, Justin. It's time to check in with Game of the Year Watch. I didn't know they were going to do Mark. that. Mark. 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 Okay. Right. Forget it. It's too late now. Just forget it. It's fine. Um, let's get right to it. Is, is God of War still the game of the year so far? Yeah. It's one of two games that we've given a 10 out of 10 so far. This God week. of War and Celeste. Yes. And Celeste as well. Yeah. Um, well, so God of War did not receive as, as much of an applause as I expected. Mm. Is that mm. because everyone loves Spider-Man now? Yeah. Wow, what a turnaround. That's or awesome. is it that everyone's waiting for Red Dead to make a real Ooh. assessment? Yeah. <laughs> and Octopath won us all over. <laughs> I no, like nobody Octopath. clapped. I like Octopath. <laughs> um, I don't, in, your, in your eyes' minds, what's like, the, what's like the front runner as of right now? For me, it's still God of War. Yeah, you're uh, It was amazing. Like, you see GIFs of moments of that game that look, you know, scripted and, like, they're mm -hmm. cutscenes, but that's just how the game is. It's that gorgeous, and the combat's that amaz amazing and dynamic. Like, everything about that game feels so thought out, mm -hmm. and the way that uh, the uh, every ability that you have um, works in combat or out of combat. It has multiple sort of interesting contextual uses. Um, I thought the storytelling was really good. I love, I love everything about that game. And um, it might be one of my games of the generation. Not might be, it totally is. Yeah, I think it's definitely up there for me. I think this is still my favorite game of the year that I've played so far. Were you, you going to say something? No. Okay. Well, I think God of War is a, a dad game, and I think you can relate to that. Yeah, yeah although I, I actually did think the, the dad parts of it were a little bit... I mean, Kratos is a bad dad. Like, He's not a bad dad. He's a strict dad. He's, mm. bad. He's trying to raise him to be prepared for the real world, Justin. <laughs> the, the, the real, the real world, as but, they know it, as gods, yeah. Sure. Uh, that part of it actually didn't resonate with me so much as a father. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I don't know. Tina, what do you think? What's your... What's your it's an excellent game. Um, I think what I would highlight from God of War as being this like prestige title that came out this year is mm. the storytelling, is the character dynamics and how they built that together. I mean, it, it's a gorgeous game too. Um, so that for me is the primary reason why it would be the highlight of 2018, mm. but I'm really waiting for Red Dead. I've seen yeah. four hours of the game uh, and it is... You know, you, you believe things about Rockstar because they're so prestigious and you've, you've seen, like, their quality work in the past. Um, but I was like, yeah, yeah, guys, like, this whole Rockstar World thing. And then I saw four hours of it and I genuinely was like, no, 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 this Rockstar World thing. Hmm. So I really want to wait until that comes out before I make, uh, you know, God of War versus Red Dead kind of statement. But I, yeah. I'm going to guess, for me personally, it's going to be Red Dead too. And you lean towards story experiences, right? Like I Breath do. of the Wild wouldn't, like, engross you as much as it did us because um, it yeah. the story stuff. And for this sure. looks, it looks like Red Dead is the perfect combo, right? Yeah, it's, it's got those story elements and it kind of puts the onus on you to create the story uh, through the world and the kind of decisions that you make um, I just like how robust it seems like the variety of things that you can do like you can uh, one of my favorite little details that we wrote about is that you can take an animal carcass and turn it into a hat yeah. she's like why not cool <laughs> how long does that take <laughs> well you just you hunt the animal so that's probably the longest thing and All then right. you can skin it a bit. Uh, and then I think you take it to a store where they can turn it into a hat too See, that's or, I, I, know, I worry about that thing. a little bit in Rockstar games or you just have to like do a bunch of chores and they're not the fun ones. You got it. You had to do your chores. In the you don't list. have to hunt. The hunting parts. Well, that sounds like the fun part. I mean, <laughs> like everything I hear about Red Dead Two just sounds impossible, and I would never believe yeah. that anyone would be able to pull it off, except for like Rockstar is the one company on earth that I kind of maybe give the benefit of the doubt. That I'm like, okay, this sounds like, yeah. like oh, there's the path. You'll see like a dad and his sons build a house, and it'll get more and more built as the game progresses. I'm like, what? Like that. Like, how can they go to that level of detail? But um, Rockstar is the company that, um, you know, they... Would pull it off. Yeah, they would yeah. pull it off. Sam, I know you're really enjoying Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm totally. I think that's my Same. game of the year right now. Hmm. Uh, that's the game I've game had the week. most fun with. It's definitely my game of the week. And uh, Yay, I, I, week. Yeah. what really pulled me in is that it's an explore, it has exploration in it, which you guys probably hear me talk about all the time. And it's a really cool place to explore. It's a bunch of islands and like really, really pretty beaches, which just makes me want to go to a beach. And, uh, and you don't have to play the game. You can just like go to the question marks. You know, just see what they are. And I always like that about Fallout and Skyrim and just, like, the, the ability to just, like, say, like, that's a cool thing. I just want to go look at it. And mm -hmm. it, it awards you for that. You get XP and you get to advance that way. But you don't have to do the other stuff. Yeah. I think that's I, really cool. I'm really loving Odyssey, too. I like it way more than I expected to. Mm -hmm. I give every Assassin's Creed game a shot. And then uh, I've been pretty disappointed with most of them except for Black Flag. That was the last one that I really, really loved. And then Odyssey, like, I can't put it down. I'm playing it every night. I'm really engrossed in the story and the mystery of the story. Um, I think it's a lot better RPG than Origins was. I feel like I have more control over how mm -hmm. I build my character and more interesting choices to make. Um, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I, it's absolutely on my game of the year. You know, you I really like Cassandra, too. I hope Rockstar is as good, and I know they'll probably hopefully be as good or better, as Ubisoft is building an open world right now, because it does so much with it. Like, you can always just pull out and be a bird. You know, like yeah. in a second, there's that. never loading. It, it's incredible, that alone, and, or just if you just meditate and change the time, mm -hmm. it just pans up to the sky and the sun goes up and down like this and everything changes in real time. Like that world is just loaded up and ready to go. It's, it's also, unbelievable. If you haven't done this, uh, you can press a button and your horse will like go to the waypoint you've set 
and then you can just be a bird and fly around while you're still like, I didn't know you could bird it up while yeah. on the horse. Uh, in Red Dead, you can press and hold X, and it'll just go about the normal path when you're on the horse, and then go into cinematic view, and you can change all the angles. And those cinematic views are incredible. They're gorgeous, yeah. And this that's is at really any point of time. You can do it in the middle of combat, too, mm -hmm. which is that, really That's impressive. a good idea, too. I'm also playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey right now, really enjoying it. I think a lot of people are really surprised at the quality of that game. I wouldn't be surprised at all if that's part of the conversation uh, for Game of the Year nominees uh, in a couple months. It's often been, sorry. It, no, sure. It's uh, Assassin's Creed. We typically have 10 Game of the Year nominees at IGN, mm. and I feel like several years in a row, Assassin's Creed's been like 11, right? Like yeah. it just didn't quite eke in there. Mm. I'm quite a bit more confident than it will this year. But yeah, what? I think so too. Yeah. Uh, I know Sam and I just played through uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Mm -hmm. Anyone else played that one? Um, no, I nope. I like a little bit I, of Gamescom. Yeah, there we go. We got some players out there. I liked that one a lot. It's not quite on the same level as some of these other games we're talking about for me, but I like. I'd it. recommend it to basically anyone too. Like yeah. it's just it's a good game to play. It feels good the whole time, but uh, I don't think it's as good as the first Tomb Raider. But I think it's better than the second one. Yeah, I think it's also right. like padded by other big games and yeah, like got ignored yeah. in the shuffle. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then what about, I know it came out very early in the year, but what about Monster Hunter World? <laughs> that's been, that's, that, you know, you realize that is Capcom's best-selling game of all time. <laughs> so, so weird. Good for them. It's crazy. And, but I, I took issue with that in an earlier show. I won't go back into it. <laughs> Listen to episode 437 now. <laughs> um, it's definitely going to be on people's personal top 10 lists. Yeah. We have office mates that love it. Yeah. And that's yeah. a big deal, right? Like, just, It took this portion of the office by storm, and that always means those people will vigorously fight for it. And, and, and it was great to come out in January, too, without much other competition. Yeah, very smart. It's pretty quirky. You know, I respect the game. I've said on Scoop before that I don't really like games that do the same thing that every other game is doing, right? Like, blaze your own path and present us, like, a different version of, like, a third-person action-adventure game. And I respect it for that, but um, I, couldn't, I couldn't quite get my arms around it and find the loop that was enjoyable for me personally. Yeah, I get you. We didn't talk about Spider-Man, though. I don't know if you're getting yeah, to Yeah, that, I yeah, I want to bring that up, too. I yeah. think it seems like that's the game that like everyone out there is yeah. crazy about. Uh -huh. yeah. uh, and we like, obviously, we like it a lot, too. But, like, mm -hmm. uh, but it didn't get as high a score as some of these other games we're talking about. Yeah. But it still was very great, right? Yeah, like, yeah great. Um, The 8.8 .8 on our scale is great. Like, that's a really, really great game. And that's where my head is at on it. Yeah. Like, I loved it. I had a hard time putting it down. Mm -hmm. Every moment that I was playing with it, I had fun. Um, but then when the game was over and I was finished, like now it's in my rear view mirror. It's not a game that I'm like thinking about or that mm. stuck with me in the way that uh, God of War did, for example. Are we gonna see those block people? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the footage you pulled, Martin? You should have pulled the block people. I think that's a really good point, Justin. Like, it doesn't really have a lasting impact. I mean, I'm only halfway through, so I can't. I can only speak to half of the game. Um, but it does. It feels really good to play, uh, and it feels it feels comfortable in a weird way because I'm able to like take a week off and then jump back in, and it's mm -hmm. not the video gamey thing of like, wait, what are all the controls? Yeah. I feel like it just like naturally flows, uh, and it's it's entertaining too. Mm -hmm. It's a, the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay, and I also have to keep reminding myself that like we've had really bad Spider-Man games before, so it's like it wasn't like a sure thing that like oh of course the traversal is going to feel good and the combat's going to be really satisfying. Mm -hmm. Like they could have gotten it really wrong. So you're saying our standards are just too low? I mean, like <laughs> I talked about this on Scoop a couple weeks ago, but like on the AAA like best of the best game scale, like Spider-Man for me might be right down here, but when compared to every other game on Earth, like it's still one of the yeah. best of the year for sure. Sam, you finished it. Yeah, I'm, I, I love it. I have really, uh, I'm trying to think now, will I like it as much as the Batman Arkham games? And what's the best, like, you know, superhero game ever? 
And uh, yeah, I, I, I just have to think of it in a different class. I think like the Arkham games are really about you know solving puzzles and and finding stuff. And I really wish that was in Spider-Man, but Spider-Man's not that type of character. So it's kind of a good combat game and a good like beat 'em up and a good just like uh, like as you're saying, just feels good to swing around. And I like all that. I think that's really neat. I just have to kind of reset. Like I don't play a lot of games like that. You know, well, for for the Batman games too, it kind of helped that uh, Rocksteady like set a tone for it, and it was kind of groundbreaking at the time. And so now we're a little bit more like, eh, we've played that before. It's not as, it's not as impressive yeah. on this mm. third time around. Um, one thing that I loved and really appreciated about Spider-Man was its storytelling. And um, in some ways, it's a very conventional sort of a standard comic book Spider-Man story. But it takes risks with characters like Mary Jane that I think are actually really smart and natural. Like usually in the comics, you know, she's a model or an actress. But I think making her a reporter was smart mm. and clever. And, and making um, her playable, too. Yeah, and like even some of the stuff like uh, you know Octavius in the game has an interesting arc, and um, and uh, Aunt May, you know, just the things that they did with those characters, I thought was you know smart. They're like familiar, but also put a new spin on them that doesn't feel artificial. I I, I actually really like the story a lot. Hmm. There's been some uh, uh, people writing uh, really interesting pieces about how Spider-Man seems naive in uh, right now, and I think. I liked that about Spider-Man, that Spider-Man can still solve a bunch of problems, and then also it kind of tackles one big problem where it's just like this, this theme of homelessness, and it, a lot of it takes place in a homeless shelter. And I was like, oh, that's actually really touching and, and interesting, and I just thought that was, it was brave. It was really cool to play that. I mean, Insomniac and their marketing really played up uh, the, it, like, he's not a brand new Spider-Man. He's been Spider-Man for a long time. That was mm-hmm. their message from the beginning, but it's this really interesting time in that character in Peter Parker's life because he's not like a veteran yet. Like, they're like, oh, he's been Spider-Man for I think it's eight years or 10 years, but that still means he's only like 25 or 26, right? Yeah. Like, he's still really young, but old enough that he has a history. And I think they, they really walked that line perfectly and saw yeah. acted. We just had sort of our first discussions uh, here in our, in our uh, weekly postmortems about our end of year best of uh, content. So we're definitely going to be ramping that up over the next coming weeks. Still some big games to go. Of course, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, Fallout 76 is in November. Of course, uh, Smash Brothers is in yeah. December. Yeah. Pokemon might be really good. Pokemon is coming out in November. It's still Call of Duty. It's Call of Duty as Battlefield. well. And Battlefield as well, yeah. So it's still some really big games. Um, oh, what's missing something. What's that? We're missing something really big. Well, we're not naming every single game. I know. This is something I was really looking forward to. Uh, That's coming out. But I do want to point out that I think our God of War review written by Jonathan Dornbush is our most read article of the year. Mm. So we'll see what happens when Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, comes out. See if that can overtake that. I don't know. Um, Anyway, uh, as always, the Game of the Year Watch discussion continues. Tina, thank you so much for joining us up here today. Thanks, guys. Tina Amini, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Fran Mirabella III. Hi, Fran. Hello, everybody. (laughs) What's up, Fran? What's going on in Destiny? I know. Everybody knows me as the Destiny guy now. We do Fireteam Chat every Friday at 5 p.m. if you want to check it out. Yeah. Uh, Would you like a beer? I have half a beer, but I'll okay. also take another beer. I was going to ask, is that dark beer or is that coffee? I stole a nut brown ale out ah. of the fridge. So, oh, do you want Was there a name Kolsch? on it? Kolsch. Kolsch. Do you want Kolsch? Yeah. Is this making the full cut of the episode? Kolsch is one of my favorite beers. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> Pernos. He's worried thank that we're not going to cut this out. 
I am. Fran's a video editor at heart. Yes, exactly. I'm a video guy. Frame by frame. So I, I think I kind of know why I'm here. Well, yeah. you're here because... I brought a pen. Game of the Year watch is cute and all, but uh, it's kind of small potatoes, you know. Here we're celebrating the, the life of this 12-year-old show, so I thought it would be a little bit more significant to look at Game of the Career watch. Whoa. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Came prepared. Everybody's so, everybody's so impressed. <laughs> just crickets. <laughs> that looks like that's only games from we we just <laughs> from what now? Of what? Well, yeah, they picked art they from one, one year. Yeah. No, I'm just except kidding. for GLaDOS. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like my career goes back 12 years, but Fran is going back what 18 years? Yeah, since okay. 2000. I was freelancing for IGN at the beginning of 2000 and uh, going to college at the time of 99. Yeah. And you could have just called this game of the century. <laughs> I like it. I'm bringing up like stone tablets. <laughs> but game of the career rhymes with game. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. See, I uh, get it, Damon. All right. So everyone, I see where you lock the doors. No one can leave until we determine what is the best game to come out over the past 18 years. No yeah. problem. <laughs> so 2000. No bathroom breaks. Yeah. And Majora's Mask makes that cut because it's 2000. Sure right? does. Uh, 2000 and 2017, right? What is what we're looking at right now? Or yeah, except um, uh, IGN started giving out Game of the Year in 2001. Yeah. Right. So I have, I have a list of every IGN uh, Game of the Year. Shall I, shall I recite it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. just to remind you. 2001 was Halo. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Solid. 2002 was Battlefield 1942. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys won't applaud if you heard the things that didn't win all these years. <laughs> that, was, that was contentious repair. Yeah, it was uh, 2000. Because Smart Metroid Prime was that year. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're going to get into that, right? The, yeah, you, yeah, these yeah. choices are all fun and games until you realize what else was out those years. <laughs> Fran, Fran's got spreadsheets I printed did. out. You have yeah. Some, like, serial killer notes <laughs> over there. I cut every word out of a magazine. Yeah. Just... 2003 was Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Fair. 2004 was, anybody? Half-Life 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. 2005 was God of War. The original. 2006 was Okami. Yeah. Yeah. That was a controversial year as well. Controversial. Same year as Twilight Princess, of course. Mm. 2007 was Super Mario Galaxy. Yes. Yeah. 2008 Agreed. was Fallout 3. So we did oh, give it on. Yeah. That's good. Uh, 2009 was Uncharted 2. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The best Uncharted. I think so. I think so. 2010 was Mass Effect 2. The best Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah. That's quite a game. 2011 was Portal 2. Nice. These are all my favorite games. I know, The best right? Portal. 2012 takes a, takes a sharp corner here. Journey. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. An indie game. Indie game. 2013 was The Last of Us. Mm -hmm. Traditionally, that's been like the most popular game with our audience. Yeah. We'll see if that's changed. We'll see yeah. if that's changed. Oh, I didn't do... I'm sorry. I, we didn't test the audience's uh, gauge of... We can still do it. Okay. okay 2014. <laughs> 2014. Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's Roma romance. Did we mess that one, one up? If there's if there's one that we kind of we kind of messed up on. No. You know what? I think it was a it was a lazy year. <laughs> what? I think everyone was just really burned. They just wanted to get to a holiday break and they're like, yeah, that sounds you know that sounds we're, fun. we're in a fight. 2015 was The Witcher 3. Yeah, that holds up. We're getting close. 2016 was Overwatch. Mhm. Mm and 2017 was Breath of the Wild. Nice. Hey, everybody likes Breath of the Wild. 
What's up? Everybody likes Breath of the Wild. It's yeah, cool. everybody likes Breath of the Wild. Um, so I don't know, Fran, do you want to start uh, mentioning some of the, the things that Man. didn't win? Like, yeah, exactly. How do we go through all this? Uh, yeah, I'll just start throwing out some of the years and the, the picks so, there, right? Yeah, well, let's maybe go back, go, go back tell to, me. The, to like 2001. What, yes. What, what didn't win? Well, and what fine, did you but I'm at least going to mention that 2000, it was absolutely Majora's Mask was the winner. Yeah, that we were, we're not, I know we're not covering it, but... Yeah. Pear, what, do you know why like, we only started giving Game of the Year awards in 2001? Just laziness. Yeah. It was well, because it was Fran's idea. And he yeah, when it. I came in, I really changed things up. There were no cops. Uh, they were doing whatever they wanted. Yeah. But in 2000, there was The Sims, Banjo Tooie, Red Alert 2, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Anyway. Whoa. Okay. Wasn't Pro Skater right? 2 the one? Also? Oh, it was so good. Tony Hawk 2. That's, yeah. that's the one to but play. Wait, that was in 2001? No, that's 2000. 2000, okay. Okay. 2001, Halo was the pick. This spanned over, well, with the page break, it went into two sheets. I couldn't believe 2001. So I'm not going to do this for every year, but I feel like for this year, I'm going to name a bunch of things. Okay. A couple of them are my picks. Fantasy Star Online, Conker's Bad Fur Day, Rayman 2, Super Smash Brothers Melee, Gran Turismo 3, A-Spec, Max right. Payne, Advance Wars, Devil May Cry, GTA 3, Silent Hill 2, Eco, Civ 3, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, Final Fantasy 10, Paper Mario, and Pikmin even. Pikmin. Isn't that crazy how much came out that year? What yeah. a year. And uh, Super Monkey Ball. Oh, I, trust me, tons of favorites. Um, that was the GameCube launch year. Yep. So there was but yet, like, that's what was crazy to me going over this list. I don't know how you guys feel when you hear that. Do you feel like Halo is the right choice going uh, back over I that list? I feel like Halo is, you know, still a, a franchise going strong today, and it's very beloved with people. You know, yeah. I, there's some games on that list that I prefer to Halo, right. but I think... To the yeah. wider audience, maybe it's also it right. like its vision for like what FPS combat could be in yeah. a console at, at the, the time. It was like, like so mind blowing. It's a little bit yeah. more conventional now. It's so much more advanced than uh, GoldenEye and Perfect yes. Dark was, right? Yeah. Yeah. But for me, a game that has transcended time, Super Smash Brothers Melee, and that was a game I reviewed yeah. as well. Wait, what year was that? One. Super Smash Brothers Melee, and what I remember uh, 2001. Yeah. We're still so, in 2001. I know. Well, we that was just the first sample year. We, I know we have very year. limited yeah. time, but okay. um, that that was crazy to think that that is still a tournament game these days. And it, I reviewed that game. I love Halo, but man, that was the game that year. So mm. good. Uh, how do you want to handle the next years? Is just go through some of my quick picks and then yeah, quick picks. Overall game of the career. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Fair enough. Hear what yours is. Yeah. I think 2002 is important. 2002, Pear and I always yeah, talk what was, about what's this the, one. What's this the was huge. Okay, so almost every other outlet out there gave Metroid Prime, also a game I reviewed, uh, the game of the year, and, and rightly so. And I think <laughs> we were split at the office, and actually, I'm really glad I have a forum for this. Give me one second. I played more Battlefield than almost anybody in the office. I was there until 2, 3 a.m. on our LAN, shouting over the, the desk with the, uh, the PC editors. We set up custom servers. I love that game. Janky, so janky, man. <laughs> Kick from games, just stuff flying off the map when it should. But it's an amazing, like, experiment, open, you know, kind of sandbox feel. And it was incredible. But Metroid Prime, just yeah. unbelievable. Gave it a 9.8. Um, in fact, if you wouldn't mind, I'd like to quickly re read what I wrote for my <laughs> review summary. Yes. See, the we wounds, don't mind it's super wounds short. are still fresh. It's super short. So, Metroid Prime on GameCube is amazing. That's what the score qualifier is at a 9.8. And I just simply said, Metroid Prime is unquestionably a must-have masterpiece that all forthcoming adventure titles will be judged by. Mm -hmm. And we also argued at the office all the time that, that people are like, it's first-person shooter. 
It's like not quite. Isn't so. it funny? And I've talked about this before. That that Nintendo was cutting edge, and that was probably the best looking game that year. Oh my god! It was. And Half Life yeah. Two came out. That year. I thought that was Beautiful. the best looking or video Half-Life game I had ever seen at that time. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Isn't that cool? Yeah. yeah. On a console, first yeah. of all, that's weird. So, Eric was saying earlier that yeah. PCs were kind of in a slump. You yeah. can almost feel like the PC nerds and like the console gamers at war in the office that year, deciding game of the year. It was a big deal. We had a lot of PC love in the office. And again, I played a ton, so I was just, we fought. That one was close. It was a very close award on that one, and Battlefield won it. Let's Fran, just moving on. Fran, would yeah. you like to read anything from your Mario Kart Double Dash review? Oh, we're getting there. That's a great segue into the next year, 2003. What was the best game in 2003, a year when Mario Kart Double Dash came out, Beyond Good and Evil? We awarded it to KOTOR, right? Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, Wind Waker, and Call of Duty, even couple of my picks that I put on the list. So you know me, Double Dash was the best game. Come on, give it up. <laughs> All right, clearly those people don't know me. We know you and you didn't say I that. I said that it was good, not great. I gave it a 7.9, the infamous first review that I, I know of where our boards asked for, uh, they said, Fran must resign. Sign here for Fran to resign. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't know how that works, I guess. But yeah. things have gotten a lot better in the years since. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My actual pick was Prince Persia: Sands of Time over Kotor. Whoa! Oh, you have it. <laughs> there you go. How did he know? Oh, it's re-reviewed by Jose, though. What's going on with that? Oh, Something's weird yeah, about that. Splatoon. No, no, that's a Splatoon review. Yeah. yeah. Wait, this is a farce. All right. Yeah, Damon, I don't, I don't want to take us over time. You tell me. Uh, surely, in 2004, there was nothing better than Half-Life 2. Yeah, definitely for me, that was, that was my pick, yeah. but it was unbelievable that Halo 2, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, uh, oh Metroid no. okay, Prime yeah. 2, Burnout 3, and actually Ooh. I love Splinter Cell, love Ninja Burnout. Gaiden. Yeah. So good, right? Those but the, good. my pick was, I mean, Half-Life, duh. Yeah. Um, if we had to do 2005 over again, I'd probably pick something other than the original God of War yeah. myself. You know? I got a pick. You were voting that year? Easy. No, I wasn't here yet. Okay. That was Easy pick for me. Which was what, 2005? This is brutal. Uh, it's not brutal. You know, you know what I'm going to pick? No, yeah. I, I'm trying to think what was that big, big that year. I we just remember. talked about it. Oh, sorry. I, I wonder if you did. What? Resident Evil 4. Oh, oh yes. That's, man. That's, See, I don't yeah. know what you're thinking, but... That's not what I was thinking. What were you thinking of? What are the other games that year? Uh, Call of Duty 2, Shadow of the Colossus, Battlefield oh, 2, GTA like Liberty Sam's City. Game. What is? Shadow, Shadow of the Colossus, Colossus of course. Yeah. I, I couldn't... PS2 is tough, though, man. Yeah, couldn't argue with that one. But Resident Evil 4. 2005 Resident Evil 4, how could you not go with that? I mean, God of War, I mean, amazing. I feel like the Nintendo people got voted down a lot because it seems like for these big Nintendo games, there was like these Xbox games winning. Two of those years, KOTOR and uh, uh, Halo, like over big Nintendo games, that's crazy. You know what's funny, like a little inside intel, there really was like this split in the office of like, if you, that was really the PC master race back then, let me tell you. And the, the elite attitude, because they played Resident Evil 4, and they like literally would be spouting like, they're spitting venom over it. They're like, that game, you can't even move, you're like a tank stuck in a spot. They gave it no chance at all. And those were the types of discussions you had as a console person hmm. uh, against it. So, anyway. Uh, we are running short on time. Yeah. I think there's some other some notable games that were, were released over the past 18 years. Of course, GTA 5, Metal Gear Solid 5. That's definitely one of my favorite games of this generation. Uncharted 4. What do we? Th- oh my God! Yeah. How do we think about that one? No. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Still, just Uncharted 2 is the, the favorite. Just, that's Metal Gear Solid 5 lost to The Witcher 3, I believe. That was a tough yeah, yeah, year. Yeah, that's true. It was that's close, true. but everybody liked those games. I think it was the same People. year as Fallout 4 as well. Ugh. Yeah. So I would have like, chosen either of those games over yeah. Fallout 4. Yeah. There's Bloodborne. And all, all the souls. That was a close one in that year, yeah. Uh, there's any of the Arkham's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any of the Arkham games. There's the Bioshocks. There's the Mass Effects. 
And there's Skyrim. Man. How, how in 2010, though, yeah. we really never picked Red Dead Redemption, huh? I what? guess Tina went over that. But Tell us uh, 2007. Uh, that was the year that um, uh, Mario Galaxy won, but that was an incredible year for games. It really was. Bioshock, Halo 3, Portal, and Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, yeah. first big one. Mm, um, really my cool. pick was actually... Ooh, was, now I'm looking again. Uh, I really loved Galaxy, and actually I loved Bioshock, man. It was just such a cool game. Um, uh, personal favorite game of, of your career. I know. Oh. So out of like all those, you're, you're stuck against like games have evolved like so much. And, you know, I guess the simple answer is that when I look at the best game sort of ever for me over that span of time, I have to look at the stuff that really impacted me. That leaves me with this wow that I just can't shake. I still think back on like the feeling of loading into it. And it is still Metroid Prime. Yeah, and I thought I, you were going to say Destiny. Wow. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's awesome. Because the, the pace of Metroid Prime, when you land on your feet and have everything taken away from you, and the way it scales up, and it's so smart that you go see these bosses, earn new powers, that is used all the time. And it was used before, obviously, by previous Zelda Metroid games. But Metroid I like to Prime, call it a Metroidvania. Yes. Well, yeah. Metroid Prime, just yeah. incredible. And I really hope the next one, they don't fudge it up. Yeah, Metroid Prime 4. Still yeah. coming. And hopefully Metroid Prime will be playable on Switch at some point because everybody here should play it. Yeah. It's true. Fran, thank you so much for joining us up here. Thanks, thank Fran. you guys. It's a pleasure. Thank Fran Mirabella III. We're running short on time, so we're, that means we're going to go a little bit over because I've got some really fun stuff planned that I don't want to cut. Uh, our final guest, please welcome to the stage Jared Petty. They got me on this side because I don't like Justin. Yeah, that's, which that's, yeah. Fifteen <laughs> deep, deep feud. So much hatred. Jared, would yeah. you like a beer? Uh, no, thank you. I can't okay. have a beer. Uh, Sam, would, do you have your equipment handy? Yeah, sure. Okay, we're gonna try. We're gonna. Sam has some very scientific equipment we're gonna use to determine what you guys yeah. think is the game of the year so far. Everyone, please turn your phones into airplane mode. We don't yeah. want it interfering with the sensitive, sensitive yeah. equipment <laughs> <All right>. that. <laughs> This is serious. <laughs> so he has some equipment here that can read. We're going to ask you to applause, to applaud for some of these notable games uh, that we know are going to be in the running for Game of the Year. And Sam has some equipment he's going to use to measure your volume. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to so, you, so that you know what your options are. I'll recite the games first, and then we'll go back through them. So you guys can pick what you want to applaud for. So we'll no applauding now. No applauding now. We're going to read off all But the, the games, games we're talking about are Monster Hunter World, God of War, and Spider-Man. I think those are the main ones. Hold on, hold on. I can't hear anything you're saying. <laughs> I know you can't. <laughs> Just measure the applause. That's all you have to do. So of those three games, what would be your pick for Game of the Year right now? Who uh, wants to applaud for Monster Hunter World? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You got your you get, reading there? You get the reading? Okay. Okay. All right. The who... Baby, the baby also likes it. <laughs> who would pick God of War? Okay. There's some discrepancy between those two <laughs> readings, I can tell. This is why it's important to have yeah. the calibrated yeah. equipment. It's the math out. checks out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, who would pick Spider-Man? It looks like it's going to be close. Yeah. Is that it? 
That's it. Oh, well, then God of War won. God of War? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did God of War make it to distrubing? Yeah, uh, we went from loudly to distrubing. <laughs> That's the actual scale I'm seeing here. They've gone to plaid. All right. Let's try and get uh, distrubing to be a box quote on the Game of the Year edition of God of War. Like, distrubing GameScoop fans. <laughs> top 10 dumbest things. And that brings us to Video Game 20 Questions. Uh, I knew uh, we were going to have many uh, special guests in the audience today, uh, so I would like Matt Jones, overlord of the superfans, I, I reached out to him ahead and had him pick the 20 questions game. Wow. He uh, is visiting us from Indiana today. That's a uh, hint. So, Whereabouts in Indiana? Uh, oh. Right. oh, man. Castleton for life. And I just realized I forgot to create an envelope for... Uh, Matt to deliver to me. So anyway, I do know what game he picked. We don't, we don't get to have the ceremony of him delivering an envelope to me. I forgot to put that together. It would have been fun. But anyway, Matt Jones picked the game. I approved it. So oh. let the questioning begin. Okay. For the, for the final time, it's being retired. Is it really? Tonight. Really? I've threatened before, but yeah. I feel like... Uh, does your character wear a hat? Thank <laughs> you. It's possible okay. to wear a hat. Mm -hmm. Possible to wear a hat. Hats confirmed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was this game released during the tenure of Fran Mirabella's career to date? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, What's so that? 2000 to now? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Uh, is this a current generation game? No. <sighs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of any, any questions at all. Um, Okay, so did it come out on the, on the PS3 generation of consoles, PS3 360? Yes. All right. Was it well-received? Yes. Here we go. Uh, let's see, what do you think? Do you want to go to genre? Or do you Ask if go? we've mentioned it on the genre show already. Oh, we mentioned it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Did we mention this game on the show? It's been a long show. Today? Yeah. No. Ever. <laughs> did we mention it ever, Damon? <laughs> It has not been mentioned today. All right, so a well-received last-gen last game where you can wear a hat optionally. Was this game uh, made in Japan? No. Okay. Okay. Um, so probably Does this not game portable. have multiplayer? Yes. Ah. Yeah, I think so. It might have multiplayer. That's, no, that's a good one. Do, uh, <laughs> do you shoot people with a gun-type device in this game? Just, just ask if it has yeah. guns. <laughs> You can stick with that. Yeah, is that a gun? Do you shoot people with a gun-type device? No. No. See, now you're wondering if you shoot people with a non-gun-type <laughs> well, device. I, I didn't want, like, if it's a bow, then yeah. That's why I don't say shoot people, because then we get thrown off by gun. It's like, oh, it's a bow. Okay, wait. So I, I need to recap. So it was last gen, not made in Japan, not mentioned on the show, well-received game with no shooting. Probably not shooting. Yeah. Uh, Ready to... <laughs> Well, but so wait. So the 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 fact that it's a hat. Do you, do you play as one character in this game? Mm, yes. Do you play as a single character? Yes. That's ten. Can you play as a woman? What? Yes. You only play as one character. Mm -hmm. So can you? That would be. I'm asking. What? I'm asking what you, like what? if it's Metroid. What, what, what's, your, what's, your, what's your confusion? Well, because I don't know. Just the way it's phrased, it's like I'm you either saying, play as can, a woman or a man. Because like, you. But the question was, can you play as a woman? 
Yes. Oh, but maybe you pick your character. Maybe that's ah. 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 What's a game where you pick your character? Oh, there's a lot from that tenor. Oh, man, I'm going to suck at this so bad. I think you can I'm, play as a woman. Could, I'm sure. terrible at this could game. Be and always have been. It was mentioned in like a console exclusive. Yeah, I think we, I agree with you on that. Um, is this a uh, is this PlayStation exclusive? No. Yeah. Is it, is is it a console? I should have asked if it was multi-platform. Do we even want to burn that? Do we not want to do that? I don't know. Um, I should have asked if it was multi-platform. That was dumb. It, does this game do you do you level up in this game? Yes. Okay, you level up. This okay. is pretty much half the games in that generation at this point. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Does no this guns. game have sequels? Yes. Okay. Uh, no closer. No closer. Well, well regarded. Um, critically acclaimed. Yeah. What do we got here? What do you narrow it down? Do you think is it helpful to know if you use swords? You slashing things? I mean, we're not shooting, so we're probably slashing if there's violence. It could be punching and kicking. could be punching and kicking, and we level up. All right. Does this have realistic graphics? No. Oh, I hate that question. It's 15. You hate that question? I do, because we wanna, never know what it means. Do you want to know? We talked about it at length last week. I know. <laughs> but you never reached a resolution. Damon, it means that it's, it's cell shaded or Fortnite-y. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I'm with Jared, because uh, then it's like realistic graphics 10 years ago like are not today. You, th- we wouldn't call this realistic, right? All right, so you're at 15 questions. Five oh, wow. left. Do you want to like, give the audience a chance to sort of like shout out yeah, some yeah. ideas to you? The then? answer being no, by the way. Like, that's a really good... Yeah, like, it's, that, a, it's a cartoony game. I like that it's a well-regarded game that we didn't bring up for the Game of the Year mm-hmm. talks that we had here. I mean, that's got to be... That, that's know. actually pretty significant. I'm going to be honest. We've kind of screwed this up. Because yes. it could be like an adventure game. It could be anything. <laughs> yeah, we have no idea what kind of game this is. So in the audience, yeah, are there any ideas what this might be? could be Portal. Well, you're not asking the questions. <laughs> but that's a good. That's a good question, though. <laughs> we, we can, but yeah, you can throw out ideas for questions. But, but, but there's no guns. They're thinking Borderlands. Could be, could be Portal. Could be Portal, but Portal has I a gun-like device. Graphics. Remember the gun-like device? See, that comes in in Portal. That would be <laughs> a gun-like. It's not, it's, we mentioned it already. That's a good point. No, we didn't. Didn't mention we it. We did already. not mention it. It's not Portal. Portal on the show today. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it can't be Portal. We mentioned it was a gun-like device. So I wish we knew. The fact that you can play as a woman is like notable, right? But I wish I knew if that's who your character was, well, or if you could choose your character. Is this uh-huh. is this a first person shooter? No. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, with guns. Well, we know. Yeah. Well, I was just guns. thinking it could be Red Steel or something like that. Well, that had guns. Yeah. That also had guns. Yeah, yeah. that had guns. It's like, yeah. it's, it's like yeah. half guns. Yeah. Do you fight monsters in this game? Yes. Ooh. Okay. Drakway. Oh, no, he I said mean, it's not Japanese. You level, up, you level up? It's you not level Japanese. Up, so it's not, it's not Japanese, Japanese, but they're fighting monsters. Fight monsters. Okay, it's not, I, I'm telling it's you, not Fallout. We're like, it, this is Skyrim, except for the fact that it's come up on the show. Huh. Yeah. Did we bring up Skyrim? Yeah. Did we bring so, up Oblivion? Oblivion? I don't know. No? No, we didn't bring up Oblivion. We did talk about horse armor. That's correct. Mm-hmm. We didn't bring up Oblivion. No, we didn't bring What's up Oblivion. What's a smart way... Uh-oh. How many? We have three questions left. And also, it's, three it's realistic. Left. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't think we're wow. going to We can do this. We can do it. We, uh, you guys came back like two weeks ago and hit it on yeah. 20. Should we ask about an open world or if it's a fantasy I game? I like open world. Does yeah. this have an open world? Mm, don't, no. a, don't ask us to define open world. No, no. No, this is no. not an open world game. Could this be like a... Uh, what about the like weird Spanish Castlevania? What? I would have, yeah, Jared. that's right. <laughs> No, no, the one, the, just the Castlevania it game. It was that picked was like, by a man from Indiana. 
Huh? Yeah. I already told you, it's not going to be a Chunsoft game. No, no, I'm talking about the mainline Castlevania game, like the big one that came out. Oh, Lords that of was Darkness? Made, the one that was made in Spain. Lords of Darkness, is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah, the one with, with Dracula like, gets kicked out the window at the end or something. <laughs> a question and a guess is what you got. Yeah, all, all right, all right, all right. All right. There we um, go. What do we got? Do you want to ask the audience again? I, oh, I got there. one. Should we ask if it's a physical based game instead of a download? Because I'm thinking oh, of the Summer of Arcade thing. Yeah, we really botched this. <laughs> yeah, we, we totally nailed it. Did this have a retail release? Yes. Oh, boy. Uh. <laughs> all, right. All, right. all right. All right. All right. All right. Came so, on a disc. So, so la last gen, not last made in Japan. Uh, you can play as a woman. You fight monsters. You fight monsters. You level up. Survival horror, but with no guns. What would that be? Um. Zombie, you had guns. What do we got uh, out what, there? Fatal Anything. Frame. Fatal Frame would be amazing. Mirror's yeah. Edge. Parasite Eve, somebody said. I don't think it would be questionable whether you played as a woman in that game. Oh, it could be the, and David yeah, the third birthday. See, like when the, you see him in person. You can, and use guns in third it's birthday. It's not open world. Yeah, guns. This is a game with the character creator. That's why the, play, the playable character. Well, you can put hats on. And you can, but and you don't you have to have on. them. Oh, man, we, they're, well, this is still like a half of all video games made in that period. It does have multiplayer. But yeah, it's not like a point. big part of it, which is a good hint, right? Yeah, but still awesome that so it be, man. And has sequels. Monsters. You're all welcome, monsters, by yeah. the way, at any time to help us out. I guess uh, Shall I reveal our, the game? No, no, we definitely got to. Uh, I'm going to take a, How many Fable? do we have left? Two? No, no, you're out of questions. You have to guess. Could it be the We're out of, I thought we had one more. Yeah, but that's. Fable, someone shout out Fable, Fable 3. three. Yeah. Fable 3 would be awesome. Has Fable guns. 3 has guns. It doesn't Fable have multiplayer either. What about Nino Kuni? That's kind of open, though. That's no multiplayer. Minge yeah, no multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's a good thought. Where, where are we missing on Nintendo? Anything Zach there? and Wiki. I mean, Muramasa? It's not Japanese. Not Japanese. Mm -hmm. yeah, that are we going to get this one down? We just have to end it. I think it's not entertaining anymore. Because I'm yeah. feeling generous, I'll tell you that you haven't even gotten anywhere okay. close. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that is generous of you. You want to reveal the game? Not even in the ballpark. That's All good right. to know. Wow, but we really love this. is a game that this. was important to me and to GameScoop for a certain period of time okay. is it, over is the is life. Is it Peggle? It's not Peggle. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it Boomblocks? Uh, Mark it? Medina, what game is it? All right. What do we got? Mmm. Ah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> We would, have, we would have never gotten that. For our that. friends <laughs> listening at home, it is Puzzle Quest. I love Puzzle okay. Quest. Yeah, Puzzle I'm Quest was great. I'm so mad because the moment you said it's not Japanese, I dropped the DS from my mind. I was like, well, okay, yeah. it's not yeah. going to be a DS Who game Who developed then. Puzzle Quest? I think it was uh, an Australian developer. That's cool. No what kidding. Was by D3. By D3. The, do you have a, yeah. a lot more agenda? What do you mean? What, do you, we have more stuff planned? That's it, man. But first. Am, but first. Oh. But first, we have a special surprise. Oh, my gosh. All right. I, I hear it coming. I hear uh, it coming. Here comes the special surprise. This is, this is a surprise to Damon. Yeah. Oh, man. Awesome. <laughs> here, I should get out of the way, maybe. Good? That's right. so cool. So, Damon, we thought, uh, because you've been hosting this show for 500 episodes, it's finally time that you, you know, get something for it. That's amazing. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, really uh, nice. this is really nice, you guys. Thank yeah, go check yeah. it out. Uh, for those of you who can't hear Damon, he's about to read his 500 goose cake. Oh, it's lovely. It was pretty awesome watching him get this cake ready. There was, there was an emergency chocolate repair that took place right before. 
So congratulations, Damon, on Goose 500. Yeah. And uh, Mary 500, you can open that now, too. It's just, it's just a nice bottle of something brown for you. Yeah. Congratulations, Damon. You, you're a host that we all listened to before we were on the show. Yeah. We loved it, and uh, it's been an awesome run. Thank you. Uh, just hosting this show. The pleasure has been mine over the past 12 years. Uh, I think we've had a lot of fun today. So you know what? Let's meet up again in 12 years. All right. For episode 1,000. Mm -hmm. Same place, same time? Same time. Everybody? Yeah, sounds right, good. Cool. Uh, yeah, for, but seriously though, thank you all to you know everyone that I work with and helps me put the show together and like uh, puts up with me trying to wrangle everything. And then of course, thank you all to you for joining us here tonight. Uh, obviously, there wouldn't be a show without you guys uh, listening to it and watching it too. So for real, thank you so much. That's about it. So uh, that's all the scoops that we have for you this week. Uh, definitely like stick around. I'm happy to stick around and uh, talk and chat with anyone. For and you're gonna have to cut that cake for people. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna cut the cake. Serve everyone. Yeah. Uh, what's this? Oh, store.ign.com is the uh, uh, URL that's being shown up behind us. And I think that's where other people that are watching this video and listening to this can get that shirt, the Omega Cop shirt. Yeah, there you that's go. awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, right, that's right. going to be available. Yeah, that's I really posted cool. photos of it today, and everyone was like, where can I get that? So, yeah, Good, that's good. Pretty cool. There you go. Yeah. Damon, really, I owe you so much. Thank you for yeah. having me. Thank you, Jared. Been, uh, it's a uh, game scoop is the one of my favorite things I do here every single week and uh, I remember being so nervous and uh, the, when I was first on the show it wasn't a video show yet it was just yeah, a podcast just, yeah we just and, like, got um, in the room and talked for a while yeah it was great and I really the numbers are edible very much <laughs> I love that <laughs> I love how it's uh, like Halloween themed too uh, oh, it's that time of year it's yeah. that game scoopy time of year it's gonna be time for game spook next game week spook. I like that. please be excited. All right, everybody, thank you so much. That's all the scoops we have Woo! for this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, everybody else. Uh, thank you to all of you for here tonight. Uh, my name is Damon. This is IGN Game Scoop, and we're out. herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.